You are now listening to the Redskins Couch Dad Podcast with your host, Rod Murray. What's up and welcome to a second edition of the Redskins Couch Dad Podcast with your host, Rod Murray. If you checked out the first episode, I thank you greatly for that, man. Um, a lot of good information in that, you know. Uh, like I said, we started the season off like not like how we wanted to. Uh, that that game just kind of got past us, but we passed that, you know. On one week, one is in the books. Let's let's look forward to, to week two and out here in Los Angeles against the Los Angeles Rams, Sean McVay reunion. I think that is going to be exciting for us. I think that's going to be exciting for us. We should leave here with the W. Get to one and one. You know, uh, I just think it's some small things we got to fix. But before we jump into that, I really want to talk about this Josh Dotson situation. It, it, it's very fuzzy right now. The press of the day, Jay Gruden was saying he's limited due to a hamstring, but it just seems as if we're making excuses so this man does not play. Um, I read a, I think it was a column by Santana Mall, so maybe even just a quote where he says that Josh Dotson is the best wide receiver on our team. And I, I have to agree with him. The most polished wide receiver, just given the size, time at that position, and his ability, I think he matches up with every wide receiver we have on our team. I think Terrell Pryor is the fastest of what we have at the wide receiver position but obviously his hands and his catching ability um, is in question after his week one performance Jamison Crowder and Ryan Grant are just smaller receivers so if I'm looking at our roster of receivers and Brian Quick who I forgot to mention earlier uh, I'd I'd have to agree with Santana Moss when he makes that statement that Josh Dotson is the best wide receiver we have on our team um, the irony of that is uh, I don't think he's treated like the best wide receiver, nor will he ever get the opportunities under Coach Gruden. I, I just wasn't comfortable with what he said today. Well, not today, what he said a couple of days ago in reference to him performing in practice before he got on on, on the field. And and I referenced that in um, in last week's podcast. Like, well, that shouldn't matter, man. Practice is practice, but at the end of the day, when he get on that field on Sunday, if he can contribute, he needs to be out there. He needs to get the ball. Um, and that's just what we have to do. We have to get him the ball early and often to be successful. That's why we brought him in there. And I just didn't feel comfortable with what was said as far as his availability um, in practice. It's already Thursday, essentially, so you probably got one more practice before they fly out there to Los Angeles and then uh, be Sunday here before you know it. So I was not a fan of that. Um, Kirk Cousins continues to caution me. Um, as far as just how he, he responds, he, he talks as if he's a second-year player or he wants to be treated um, as a second-year player. Um, his answers to all questions, but he wants to be paid as if he's a, a Super Bowl winning MVP. There's a lot of give and take there. Uh, if somebody's going to pay him, I, I honestly, I will say all year that it should not be us. Just let him go. Let Kirk Cousins go. Um, like I said, I've never been a fan of his arm strength. I've never been a, a fan of his confidence. Or his the way he reads uh, defenses and passes the ball, he's a, a turnover frenzy. That's what he is. Uh, I wrote a blog on how the more he passes, the less we are effective in winning the game. I think we have to be more balanced. And Kirk Cousins, his accuracy, inability to, to accurately throw the deep ball, is, is, is pause for concerns, man. And we have to address that going forward. And like I said, Josh Dotson can be a big piece of that if he just gets comfortable with him and, like I said, 
builds that chemistry. But my question is, do they want to build that chemistry is the biggest piece. Hopefully this week we see some of uh, some IGP run, see more of Chris Thompson, see more of Robert Kelly. I think our offensive line has to play 10 times better than what they did before. The unfortunate part is they're going to play a defensive line that's 10 times better than what the Eagles were. As far as aggressiveness, you'll see about the same, but let's just be honest. The Rams have more superior talent in that front four, and they're going to cause problems for us. They're going to cause problems for us. We're going to have sacks, but we have to do our best to, to minimize those and allow Kirk the time to let things develop in the back end. I think our wide receivers can exploit some uh, defensive weaknesses they have, but we just got to give Kirk Cousins time. Going into my keys for week two, um, I'm curious to see how many touches that Robert Kelly gets in the first quarter. I think we need to start off pounding the ball against that that Rams defense, basically just knocking down the door, just getting them tired. And we have to we have to get plus three yards, I think, on first down. I think we can't get behind the chains early. When we do that, we open ourselves up to passing, and we justify that by saying we were behind the chains. That's fine. But I think if we can start each drive off plus plus three or plus four, it puts us in a, the ability to where we can keep our playbook wide open. Let's just be honest. I think Sean McVay knows um, our tendencies, so we have to execute. This game won't be about X's and O's because across the board, there's a lot of familiarity between the two teams. Um, they know each other, I think, from a coach's standpoint, very well. That'll be big to see how we play. I'm intrigued by our defense. I was raving about a couple players last week, and I'm going to continue to do the same thing. I think the more Kendall Fuller plays, the more he'll contribute, and, and eventually I think he'll take over that cornerback two spot. I will. I think he will disown Brashard Breeland. And that's not to say Brashard Breeland isn't ha- didn't have a good game on last Sunday because he, he played okay. I think he – was very impressive coming out of the training camp and, and the bad things and the negative things that were said about him then. But I think at the end of the day, Kendall Fuller was brought in to replace him um, during his contract. I don't think people in the Redskins Park view him as a long-term answer if uh, the contract negotiation doesn't go well. I think they're willing to let Breland walk. Um, and, and given the depth that they had at cornerback, I don't think anybody looking at the situation unbiased can say they don't understand that. So he's definitely a key piece. Um, Will Compton, ironically, is just kind of fading away. Um, He didn't see many defensive snaps against the Eagles, mostly special teams. So he's still getting on the field, but I'd like to see him play a little bit more. I think his leadership qualities translates and his ability to know where everybody needs to be on the field is big for us. I think Zach Brown is still figuring that out um, in our scheme and in our defense. Not saying he can't do it, but I think I would love to see more of Will Compton in, like I said, on the defensive snaps instead of just special teams. But he's another player i like to see a lot from. Would like to see a Jonathan Allen coming out party within the first four weeks of the season just to kind of build on that confidence. I think coming from Alabama, he has it already, the, the talent and the ability there. But like I said, I just want to see his quote-unquote coming out party for the NFL. I think this can be that game um, against that Rams offensive line and Jared Goff. I think they will press it to Todd Gurley early and often, become one-dimensional because I think they will, in fact, get behind the champs early. But they got wide receivers that can contribute. Sammy Watkins there. Tavon Austin is still there. So we have they have speed on the outside, which can cause problems for us with Robert Wood and, and, and company. So um, we have to apply pressure. I think we'll be more in a, a base forefront 
um, this game, Kerrigan as an end and, and Preston Smith as an end. And we're still rotating those interior linemen, but I wrote in the previous post how much I love the 4-3 defense over the 3-4 what we run, but um, I think we will be in the base for alignment a lot more this game. Just given how um, I see, the, I think the Rams are going to come out and a lot of three wide, trying to get the ball to their talent on the outside and, and sneaking Gurley off the tackle. So I think that'll be a big piece as far as us containing Todd Gurley and forcing him to pass the ball. And I think if we can make Jared Goff throw 35, 40 plus passing attempts, um, that puts us in a safe situation to go forward. Special teams is no issue or concern. I think we had, we'll be fine. Seeing Brashard Breeland on kickoff return was a surprising thing to, for me. Always thought that was kind of Chris Thompson and uh, Jamison Crowder's positions. But, I mean, Breland did show some boost on two of those returns that he had where he was able to find a seam and a lot more faster than I gave him credit for. So if he continues to do that, then I have no issues with it at all. But I don't think special teams will become a problem until uh, Dustin Hopkins starts missing some kicks. But I don't foresee him doing. Uh, my outcome of the game, I think the Redskins win 24-13. Looking around the league, looking at the other games, starting tomorrow night uh, with the Texans at the Bengals. I think this is uh, Deshaun Watson. He'll get the start from the beginning. So I think the Texans will beat the Bengals. They got a lot to play for, just what they want to do, and coming out losing that game and, and seeing promise in the second half when Deshaun Watson got in the game. So I believe the Texans win that game. I have the Ravens over the Browns. The Browns just continues to, to struggle for, I'd say, the next at least this year and next season as well. The Buccaneers will get back on the field this week after sitting out last week due to Hurricane Irma. So it'll be good to see that team open up finally at home, beating the Bears. Um, definitely going to be watching Deshaun Jackson. It still bothers me a lot watching those Hard Knocks episodes, seeing him in Tampa Bay and not in D.C. But I have the, the Bucks over the Bears. The Vikings look very, very impressive in that week one opening against the Saints. But against the Steelers up there, I believe the Steelers win that game. I have the Patriots bouncing back and defeating the Saints. I'm just not sure Adrian Peterson is willing to accept the role that he has in that team yet. There's a lot of backs in that backfield. He's going to be asked to do a lot less than what he was when he was in Minnesota. So I'm not sure if that's really the fit. Or maybe they lied to him. Maybe they told him he would get more carries and – not that he's there, he doesn't, but I just don't see that working out for him. Um, the Chiefs and the Eagles, I think, is one of the more intriguing matchups just based off of their week one performances. Losing Eric Berry for the season um, may prove to be the deep, uh, may prove to be the deciding factor in that game. So I'm gonna take the Eagles over the Chiefs. I have the Titans losing to the Jaguars. I think they'll be a lot comfortable at home. And then after beating the Texans last week, I think they start off 2-0 in that division. I have the Cardinals in the unfortunate uh, loss to the Lions, which also saw them losing running back David Johnson. I have them beating a real and coach team. Uh, I think the Colts don't win too many games this season. I have the Panthers defeating the Bills. Uh, the Raiders running over the Jets. The Jets, again, is another team that I just don't see. that They're not there yet. They have a lot of questions on the offense side of the ball. So I have the Raiders beating the Jets. I have the Chargers defeating the rested Dolphins after coming off that uh, exciting week one loss to the Broncos, who I thought the Chargers would pull that game out. I think they uh, settle in at home and beat the Dolphins, who uh, unfortunately didn't get to play week one. I have the Seahawks beating the Niners. That's a pretty easy one for me. I have the Redskins beating the uh, Rams, obviously. 
Cowboys and Broncos, big game. But I think I have the Cowboys. Um, I think with uh, the quarterback play of the Broncos was a lot. I will say it was a lot more impressive than I thought it would be against the Chargers. But I think the Cowboys offense is the difference in that game. Although um, that Broncos defense isn't no slouch. So that would be a good one. Uh, the NFC Championship matchup again between the Falcons and the Packers. I have the Packers winning that game going 2-0. I'm not a big fan of the Packers defense. But then again, I'm not a big fan of the Falcons' defense either. I think they're kind of young. So in a repeat of that game, I guess I'm choosing between the quarterbacks, and I'm going to take Aaron Rodgers over Matt Ryan any day. Then that Monday night matchup, I have the Lions over the Giants. I'm not sure in what capacity um, Odell Beckham Jr. is at just yet. Um, So I have the Lions beating them. They look very, very impressive against the Cardinals in week one. So I look for them to continue that in New York, uh, beating the Giants um, in that week two matchup. That's my week two picks. Look forward, and I'll probably drop a line, man. Please join um, our – be looking out for it. Please join the RCD uh, NFL Week 2 Pick'ems. Like I said, the the reward this week will be a $25 gift card to, to Best Buy um, for whoever wins, and, and we'll ship it out to you um, once I get your information after the Monday night game is played. But please join. I, I gave you my picks. So I'll put a blog up on it later. Again, this has been the Redskins Couch Dad Podcast with your host, Rod Murray. I thank you for listening, and I thank you for your time. Hail to the Redskins.